0: so bolt, welcome bros. bolt bros guys Let's once rack. again we are back <laughs> another week another week in uh, camp for the chargers so it's been fun to be able to uh see him back on the field again kyle went out there uh saturday and enjoyed uh being there live right. and mm-hmm. uh so once again my name is james i'm here with my bros andy and kyle yeah, so we got hey, a hey, good hey. show here lined up for you guys so once again <laughs> bolt bros Let's go, just Let's like the phone said, right now. There you go. <laughs>
1: Run, yo,
2: hey, yo, we are
1: back, we are, we back. are back, okay, guys. So, uh, you can yeah. go ahead and start firing away your questions, right? Like I said, I mean, we're here yeah. to answer your questions. We got a few things prepared, you know, but like I said, you know, we want. Hey, we want to engage with you guys, right? That's the whole yeah. point. So, uh, you know, mm-hmm. let us know what you guys think, what questions you guys have for us, and, you know, we'll see what we can do, right? Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. like, hey, we're fans just like you guys. Um, one of the interesting ones we might want to talk about is Sweet Jump just initially. He talked a little bit about Parham and Sage. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, Parham, it sounds like a hamstring injury. I, I was just reading yeah. an article on that today. So yeah. uh, they're still not really saying how serious it is at this point. But um, – yeah. It's a concern, man. Parham's big, you know, and, um, it's funny. I saw a hype video about Sage and he was a pretty good little wide receiver at Wake Forest, uh, back in the days. And he obviously switched to tight end, but he's a pretty big dude. So, you know, he's more of a catching type of tight end. I don't, I don't really see him as a real blocker like a Trey McKitty, but, yeah. um, you know, kind of right. interesting kind of uh, story there with that specific. I mean, with
0: Parham, he's going to be a big, like, red zone target more than anything for, sure. for us. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, for sure. I've Absolutely. been connecting yeah. really, really well with, with Herbert. And uh, Trey, Trey is kind of one of those guys that's been really good as a blocker um, more than a receiver. And he really, even in his college days, he didn't have a whole heck of a lot of catches either. So mm-hmm. it's going to be mm-hmm. kind of an interesting thing to see. Uh, what kind of happens here i mean the hopes is that this is not going to be that much of a lingering issue lingering issue <clears throat> at all going into the season but hammies are, could be very very finicky so oh yeah so yes yes, hope, hope for the best on this one so yeah. we'll need them we'll need them back but
2: you know i'll tell i'll tell you
0: what we've been pretty good thus far in in camp i mean i feel like we've been yeah. pretty pretty solid all around um and I, I don't even want to say the word or anything but uh we've been we've been <laughs> We've been good, you know, this uh, camp so far. So, True. yeah, um, it's good. But either way, we need him back. Uh, he's he's obviously a good part of this team, and he's a great part of this team, especially in the red zone. I mean, heck, who could defend a 6'8", you know, tight end? I mean, yeah, ridiculous.
2: Crazy. It's pretty much, uh, yeah. Like, I mean, that, that's the whole point about, like, uh, that size dude. And he's probably got some pretty good hops, too. You just kind of throw the ball up, and he just jumps up and gets it, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, Um, it's it's
1: really hard to defend a guy like that. Yeah,
2: yeah, especially like there's a lot of cornerbacks that are only like, you know, 5'10 or like six feet, you know, like even two, you know, so it's like that's, yeah, you can't really get your hands up that high, you know, so it's like, well, there you go. What are you going to do?
0: Yeah, no doubt. Hey, Carlos, vote for him. Let's
2: ride. <laughs> Let's <He's> ride. Right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, that, that was that was the whole meme that is this week, you know, because uh, yeah. what Oh, so good. Name? Uh, you know, uh, Russell Wilson did it first with you know yeah. uh, Broncos. Let's ride or whatever. Uh, then so, <laughs> oh, it's like, so Keenan, good. Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen did it way better though. So yeah. Oh, yeah. so yeah, good. yeah. You, I mean, he
1: was like mad trolling him, right? I thought that was pretty oh, yeah. solid, dude. Exactly. Like, I, I, hey, I like, like Keenan Allen. The – I love that dude's personality just cracks me up. So good.
0: I so good. I love it. Yeah. I love what it. What do you say? Mike Will, let's ride. He said that too. <laughs> <Ride>. Justin Swilbert,
2: <laughs> let's ride.
0: Why don't we something ride. like ride the lightning or something like that? You know? Well, like, I mean,
2: it's, it's all coming from uh Pat McAfee's show, you know, I, like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I mean yeah, it's coming yeah, from yeah.
0: Broncos because it was well no I, the
2: uh, really. Pat McAfee did it first. Like no, they've been, they've been he really. Got a, he got it. He got it from Russell Wilson. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. yeah it, it, it was okay. rough.
1: It was rough for sure. Because there wow. was like
0: a background, like I guess like hype video for the stadium or something like that of Russell Wilson saying, "Broncos, let's ride." And
2: yeah, it was like boring as hell. Like, so
1: like Man, so this funny. guy is like a dork, dude. Yeah. Like what's uh, up with geez. this guy?
2: <laughs> let's <laughs> ride. That's good. Let's ride. So good. no, I like yeah. it. So
1: a uh, uh, good question about Derwin James. Um, you know, I had a, I had an interesting thought about him. I've watched a lot of videos this week about Derwin James in general. And, um, look, I actually think they're going to keep him out of camp almost 100%, right? I just yeah. don't see him playing at all. Yeah. It's going to be real light work for him. And I think the contract, I actually think it probably could be closer to being done than actually being done. I think it's mm-hmm. probably done. They're just like, eh, let's keep him out. We know what he means to the team. And let's just give these other guys, JT Woods, Gilman, and uh Nas Adderley, yeah. an opportunity to go out there and play. I mean, yeah, JT Woods is not looking that great right now. I mean, everyone's getting a little I wouldn't say they're getting nervous about him, but he's not yeah. picking up the defense like they thought they would. Really? Or he would. Yeah, they I saw I read a whole article about it, and I was like, wow, I was a little bit shocked to see that he wasn't doing too great. You know, and they're you know, they you know, hey, look, it's they had high expectations for him, but uh, you know, it takes a little while to figure it out, right? And um yep. I'm going to tell you, Nas and Aloe are looking really good right now. Gilman's looking great. Nas Adderley's looking really good. So that's good for uh, for DJ, right? I think that's yep. a good
0: Yeah, and even to say one thing, too, there was an uh, interview that Tom Telesco had with, uh, was it Doug Golib, Golib or something show or something like that on Fox? And he was being interviewed, and, and Doug brought up the question about kind of like the whole contract situation with Derwin. And he said, he actually said, well – you know, I know the contract was done before, you know, training camp and like Telesco didn't really even say anything. Like I was like, no, it's not done. I think it's already done. I think there's just some language that they're working with through the contract. Right. So, yep. I yeah, think
2: I think it's kind of
0: uh, just going to be it's pretty much set in stone. And like you said, Andy, I think they're kind of holding it back a little bit because of the shoulder yeah. situation, too.
1: Yep. And yeah. I mean, that, that's a huge Martin. concern. Huge concern. Yeah.
0: Just let's yeah. make sure that shoulder's a 100 percent. You know what to do. You know what to do on the field. Maybe they'll bring him in just a couple weeks before the actual season, get him kind of going, and get him acclimated with everything. But the guy knows the defense. Like, we don't want him to be injured. We want him to be healthy coming into this season. So, all around, oh, I think he'll. I think he'll be ready. Yeah. Or I, yeah, I agree. Week one. Agree.
1: No problem. Hundred percent.
0: Hundred percent. If you guys want to yeah. chat a little bit about just kind of some of the some of the notes that we're seeing from other teams in our division too? Because since we talk about our opponents. Um,
1: yeah. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say we could jump in there and just talk a little bit about obviously the Raiders played a game against the Jaguars this week. Yeah, I, yeah, I sure. didn't I didn't really watch it or anything. No, me but, either. Um, but I, did. I was, interested- I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I gotta watch some football. I got here. no life. I don't
1: know what going <laughs> on. I got no life. Sorry, guys. All I do is think about this stuff. I mean, I don't know. Anyway, we're gonna get to everybody's questions as well too. But uh, but yeah, yeah. So what, what are your thoughts, James, on uh, that Raiders game you saw? So
0: an interesting thing about it was, and I was chatting with you guys about it. And the amount of sacks that uh, the Raiders gave up. And now, mind you, once again, this is their seconds, thirds. And I don't even know if there's a four string or whatnot, but they gave up about six sacks in that game. Yeah. Yep. And to me, Trayvon
1: Walker, I, he got a sack, too, or the, yeah. the first pick in the draft.
0: And so I, I just look at it like I felt like their offensive line is going to be pretty bad this season. Yeah, I, and, I, I agree. I agree. And mm-hmm. I think that's showing a lot of bad depth, more or less, right then and there. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, yeah. They're, yeah. They're going to basically get eaten up. And I, that's why we always say, Hey man, there could be a good six sack game for us for week one against the Raiders too. Yeah. And so I think that's going to be kind of something to look at. Um, and I think that's going to be a concern for them. Um, so just looking on the stat sheet, not really watching the game per se. I think I watched a little bit of a recap just to see, but I kept just seeing sacks after sacks from the Jaguars. So yeah. You know, maybe, maybe that's a nod to showing the Jaguars going to be a good pressure team. Um, or it's just Raiders O line sucks. So who knows? Um, one thing I noticed though about the Raiders is that they got a lot of running back depth with Zamir White, which I think he was going to be one of the guys the Chargers were going to draft. And then the yep. Raiders they, they him. picked
1: him right before we got Isaiah Spiller. If you recall yep. in the draft, they picked us, they, they moved up and got yep. him before
0: us. Isn't that they crazy? We, I think we were going after him. And yep. so. It's crazy because I started looking at all the people that were playing and I was like, Zamir White, you got Josh Jacobs, Kenyon Drake, Amir Abdullah. Like, I'm thinking, I mean, Amir Abdullah, I think he was a second round pick or maybe even a first round pick years ago with the Lions. And then you got Kenyon Drake, who was pretty good with the Cardinals last year. Um, Josh Jacobs, obviously, has been their bell cow. And then Zamir White being the new guy. Yeah. And now you're hearing rumors, Andy was talking about earlier today, that Josh Jacobs is, might be getting traded off. So, might be getting traded. Yeah. I was looking at that like, man, that's a four running back deep like yep. set there, and I was thinking they are very, very lopsided on that side of uh, their offense. So, who knows? Who knows? They might actually end up getting traded off, and you know, maybe the well, uh, o line sucks with the Raiders, and I hope that's going to be the case week one. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> that, well, and, and I, yeah. I,
1: I think, um, I think it was kind of interesting. I, I listened to that a little bit more. I think there is some part of the reason why they said that and I think it was a little bit prematurely released is they didn't extend his 5th year contract uh to Josh Jacobs. So yeah. so so I think there's a little bit of frustration on his part, right? And so I think that's kind of why they're like, well, you know, maybe we maybe we can get rid of him and or trade him off for something as well, right? So, you know, it's kind of a Jerry Tillery situation um, yep. you know, with us. Yeah. Um, you know, but but uh but I think that's something to kind of take a look at, right? So
0: yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, I, and it seems like if I'm looking at the chiefs a little bit too, I'm actually just looking about like what they had uh, for practice yesterday. They seem like they're saying that, which is weird because I feel like I haven't heard anything about Juju Smith-Schuster at all. Um, but I guess they're saying that he's that Marquez uh, Valdez-Scantling is going to be kind of the go-to wide receiver and OTA so far. Yeah. Oh, really? um, interesting. Okay.
2: Yeah. That was interesting. yeah.
0: Also, but then at the training camp, it looks like also Juju Smith is starting to get a lot more targets. So I don't know if they're just starting to ramp up a lot with those guys because they're kind of new to the system. Yeah. Um, but I always kind of felt like it was Nicole Hardman the whole time, um, kind of being their speedy guy. Cause I think he's going to be the guy that's kind of taken over for Tyree kill, uh, for the downfield threat. So, uh, interesting to see that. I mean, I, I don't imagine much of a change of how that team's going to be ran or whatnot, but, um, I think the big thing with them is who's going to be the running back there, because I don't think they're very high on Clyde Edwards-Helaire. Um, I know yeah, they got probably not. Ronald Which, yeah, Jones. yeah. So and yeah. then they have Jarek McKinnon, who I think did well for them in in uh, um, the playoffs. I think he did really really well for them. So, um, yeah. And then I guess there was George Kalifas had a strip sack against Mahomes too. Yeah, Carlos Dunlap yep. starting to get things going over there. So we'll see where they kind of go.
1: Yeah, it's really interesting. Um. Uh, to see how that plays out right i was i was look we all know this right practice is practice but actually hitting people with pads is another thing and it was interesting it it, it was a very sloppy game by the way you you, you guys can watch it on youtube if you want um but it really was pretty sloppy i kept thinking man you know missed blocks just odd things were going oh they thought they were going this way and you know so it's you know first game of the season for sure, you know some people that may or may not make the squad, right? For you know the Raiders or for Jacksonville, but it was really interesting seeing some of the errors that were out there. Um, you know, okay. and the, the score okay. looked very lopsided too. But yeah. it really, it was kind of interesting. Actually, I will say this: Ed Stedman was there is is a uh, um, car's backup, which I thought was really interesting.
0: Yeah. The so he was Jared. He came what he came out of the school. Well, man, what school was it? I was kind of I kind of thought he was gonna be pretty good. And then he's been jumping around a lot. Um
1: yeah, and sure. he didn't even play for a full year too. So really interesting yeah. to see
0: that. So
2: right.
1: But but you know, hey, look, that's uh that's um you know, kind of kind of the interesting situation. Yeah, sure. well, let's uh let's go to uh uh Aether's question. But I think one of our esteemed yeah. our colleagues, ERB, pretty much answered it right here. <laughs> yeah and i think it, this is really the answer and i i mean i would say look we got we got keenan allen he's the best slot yep. receiver in the game absolutely right. so yeah. i i mean i don't i don't know that there's really anybody else that we need to really talk about
2: yeah well um, the the only downside with keenan allen though too is that like he usually catches the ball and just falls down like yeah. you know yeah. but but I, aether I really wants him to get like that five yard completion and then Agreed. turn it into a 50 yard play uh but of course uh that is a really tough like task to have though because you're you're right in yeah. the middle, you know, like you're yeah. there's like going to be at least four defenders like swarming you like within a matter of like seconds uh, as soon as that ball is thrown towards you. And so it's going to be really hard. For, I don't know if there's anyone who catches in the slot and has like a really high yards after catch. I mean, because I don't know if the Devonte Adams, I think he's always on the like the, the sides, yeah. uh, you know. Yep. Uh, and so like, and then even uh, Goodwin from the Buccaneers, I think he's always catching on the sides as well, you know? So it's like, uh, cause those are the deeper routes and stuff. And so I don't know, man. I, I mean, Keenan now is amazing. Uh, getting those yards after catches is, is definitely been a bad thing for him last year, but he's still making that, you know, thousand yards. And that's what really we need to get. So yeah.
1: He had a lot yeah, of drop absolutely. passes last year too. I mean, he did uh, too. He, he, had lot, he had a lot of drop passes and yeah, he could do a lot, but man, he, he dropped the ball a lot. And the other guy I would say too, I mean, we we got some uh, we got some smart folks out here right now.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I think good.
1: DeAndre Carter could be another guy, right? You know, sure. he's he, he's shifty. I think he could be a nice slot uh, option. And then you got to throw in Guyton, and there's another guy I'm just drawing a blank on off the top of my head. People have been saying uh, Joe Reed. Oh, Bandy. Yeah, oh. Joe Reed Bandy's yeah. looking pretty good as well too. So yeah, Bandy. all those guys are pretty good folks uh, for slot receivers. And guys, we got a ton of depth, man. I mean. Yeah. I just keep looking at what we got. It's just a ton of depth on the offensive side of the ball. So yep, absolutely. Anyways.
0: Absolutely. You know, and that's the thing, like, I mean, I think we chatted about this or at least I did a video about it. Um, talking about how Josh uh, Palmer is basically looking really, really good in camp. And yeah, for sure. It could be a guy that could fit right into, you know, the slot position if they want to. Now Keenan Allen, I don't think has really been much of that guy as an out route type guy. He's kind of a couple cuts, get some space and separation. And try to move his his body upwards or downfield, but he does a great job of separation. Like even if you go back to the and we're gonna to refer to that Raiders game all the time, but how many times he got up to the pebble in my
1: shoe? I tell you what, yeah. pebble in my shoe.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> getting getting just up to like the first down line. I mean, he was able to get that separation to be able to get to that point to be able yep. to just get us the first down to keep the drive alive. And that's a guy that's a clutch guy. And um you need that kind of guy on our team. And I mean, Keenan Allen's one of those guys that always get a nice separation every single time. So um, it's really good. So I know we didn't even chat about the Broncos at all too, but I know one thing that I read about the Broncos, I think it was uh, Tim Patrick blew out his knee, by the way, this yep, week.
2: I saw that so we, too. Yeah. So their yep. wide
0: receiving core is getting less um, for them. I think they actually, um, and, they
2: had two blow Uh, you know, in yeah. two. Yep, yeah. It, it was, was two a two tight people. end
0: or something, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 And
1: they're gone for the season, which is yeah. kind of sad. Yeah, gone. Both you
0: them. See ya. You know
1: not you know, I, I like, you know, it's funny. I as fans, you know, we, we, we tend to forget that these are real people and have real yep. lives, and this is their this is their whole dream to be in the NFL. And um yep. yeah, you know, you don't want to see anybody get hurt, right? That's no, the last you really thing you I will yep. say this too. That's one thing that's really impressed me about Brandon Staley compared to some of our coaches in the past. He's been very uh he's he's resting a lot of starters right i mean they're Mm -hmm. they're having heavy rest days they're not they're not out there going hard uh and we're not going to see a lot of them in these preseason games but it will be interesting to see what some of these rookies can do so yep
0: absolutely um and i mean even to say with the broncos just to even finalize that side it sounds like the defense is ahead of the schedule than the offense which is kind of what i expected um yeah yep So we'll see. I mean, it's obviously only week two. I mean, there's a lot of time ahead of us, and there's a lot of time to get it done. But you know, we we've talked about these new head coaches coming into the division, and there's a learning curve for all oh, yeah. sides of the ball. And so for us to be able to go against these guys at uh, you know, like Raiders mm-hmm. week one, they might be a scrambled, scrambled eggs by that time because they don't even yeah. know what they're doing on the field. So
1: well, they're installing a new offense and defense too, right? And again, <laughs> right? you know, we saw we saw last year. Justin Herbert was pretty vanilla, right? That's, yeah. again, if, if you watch my video breakdown of that Raiders game, I really felt like there were some opportunities for Justin Herbert to audible out. You knew what the defense was giving you. Check out, do some sort of pass the flat or, or, you know, RPO or play action. And I think this year you'll see a little bit more of that from that Justin Herbert for sure. So, Yep, absolutely. Um, one thing I will say, and I know, Aether, you talked a little bit about Josh Palmer. See, the thing the thing about him being in the slot, I don't know – I don't see him as a slot guy. I kind of see him more like a Mike Williams, um, and then I see Guyton more like a Keenan Allen slot guy, right? So, yeah. I, Again, correct me if I'm wrong, but I just think I just think Guyton is more that slot kind of slippery receiver. I mean, he's also the downfield guy, right? I mean, he's the one that got the what 65 yard pass against the Giants last year. So, I kind of look at it like, eh, I don't see him as being the slot guy in my opinion. But you know, we'll we'll see, right? I think time will tell.
0: So. Yep. 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 So
1: and uh so, we, do we want to talk more about offense or defense first? What are you thinking here, James? I know we could kind of go you know, a little more yeah, both ways. Let's
2: uh, let's start a little bit with the defense first. Yeah, I, I feel think like so. Always, I th- yeah, because I, I think also because Sweet Jumps is uh is asked. You know, he asked this question earlier too. Uh Who's Damon Lloyd? He's one of a uh, random player uh, that we have that actually is shining through right now in the yeah, line. he's doing court. really well. Yeah, yep. yeah,
0: it's it's so, an interesting thing with with him because he's kind of came out of nowhere, and I kind of forgot about this guy. He actually signed with us a while back, and I think it's actually yep. a three year contract, I believe, um, with us. Yeah, but, there's
1: yeah. A, there's not even a photo on our uh, on our side, on the athletic yeah. side or anything like that. It's kind of hilarious. Yeah. But so okay. he was he
0: was from a uh, spring league. Um, yep, and he signed with us. You know, it's interesting because his uh, numbers on his pro day are actually pretty good. So he has a four six two forty. Uh, for a linebacker, that's not too shabby. Uh, 423, 20 twenty-yard shuttle, six six-point-nine-three cone drill, twenty-one reps on the bench to thirty-three inch, or yeah, thirty thirty-three inch, yeah, thirty-three inch uh, vertical jump. Is that right? Yeah, thirty-three. Because as I say, thirty-three feet is going to be monstrous. Um, but <laughs> He's yeah. like, wow. I was like, that's, I was uh, Cooper, that Cooper really odd. What's going on here? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he he seems to be doing well, and and the thing is though, the linebacker position. I mean, that is a position of need for yep. us. And that is, absolutely. A, yeah. I mean, we still don't know anything about Kenneth Murray at all still too. And he, I, yeah. I don't even know if I've even seen him at training camp when I was there. I, I didn't even see him cruising around, but no, I
2: don't yeah. think so. I think he's still on the uh, PUP list right now, oh, man. Um, Hopeless, so he's yeah. he's yeah. still in uh, recovery mode. Um, so, I mean, if, if we're going to see him play uh, it's going to be week one against the Raiders. I mean, I, I would say he should probably rest a little bit and not just sure. right in. Uh, just yep. so that way he can be like, okay, get get a little bit more rest, get some more uh, practice in before he just we just throw him in. Sure, we're yeah. paying him a lot, but yeah, yeah I I I, w- I would like to see that as opposed to anything. But I mean, our middle linebacker core is going to be short. It's going to be light yeah. though, so it's like that's the the hard part yeah. is that I mean we got a lot of talent in there too, and we got a couple veterans, you know, Troy Reader and Kyle Van Noy at this point too. So I don't know if Damon right. Lloyd's going to be able to make. The team, because I mean we still got other people uh, in front of him too, the second year veterans. So yep, yep. Um, it's got be yeah, to yeah, My, my, my prediction,
1: yeah, it'll it'll be KVN. KVN is going to be the starting yep. middle linebacker most likely. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big reason why they're not. You know, he's not practicing a whole lot, right? I mean, Brandon Staley's yeah. said nothing but good things about him mm-hmm. at this point. So I feel like he's pretty much going to be the guy. But having said that, right, you kind of never really know. Um, you know, how it shakes out, right? I and mean, let's just hopefully he, stay, he stays uh, healthy. So, yep, yep, yeah. And, uh, know, and I
0: mean, that's a thing, like, this camp is so interesting. So, like, our episode today that we're going to chat about is just week two kind of camp breakout players for the week for sure. And yeah. so, you know, we even bring up with him, a, him basically being, um, uh, Lloyd kind of getting some little bit of news out there showing that he's actually doing pretty well. Somebody actually brought up one of the players that we had on our list here. Um, but it was a uh, Brendan Fajoco, um, Yep. Yes. one of the guys that we chatted about. Um, yeah, so so he's kind of one of those guys. And 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 by the way, if you didn't see the video, I guess he's got terrible music choice,
2: and everybody hates his music choice. <laughs> yeah, ox, yeah, but, you know, they, they say yeah, never pa- passing him the ox, right? Yeah, <laughs> everybody hated on him, man. Oh man, yeah, it's like
1: man, you you got horrible music. Yep, dang <laughs> man,
0: I guess they, it's all it's always got to be rap, I guess, and it can't be anything else besides like.
1: Because yeah, yes, I think sure.
0: he some country or something like that. But I guess it doesn't hype up the uh, locker room. So so don't give it to Brennan uh, on game day. So any other time, maybe it's cool. I don't know. But, um, <laughs> but either way, like Fajoko has been making some plays. And I feel like he's been doing a really good job. He's working with also, uh, I think there was a video of him working with uh, Bosa on just kind of like techniques of things on how to use his hands and position his hands and to be able to find a way to be able to get to the, to the, you know, uh quarterback and such. Right. Um, so I think he's doing really good. And obviously last year he was with top against the run in, uh in the league. So um, we need that kind of guy, you know, and especially just for depth. We're not saying he's a starter because we got obviously Austin Johnson and um, Sebastian Josephs day, who's going to well, be locked for us there. Fox but, as well too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Morgan Fox too. So, but right. as a depth guy, not to be
1: confused with Megan about. Fox, Ooh. Ooh.
2: Wow! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. I'm just saying,
1: she's she, a she, hey. hot kitty cat. That's all I'm saying. That's all she I'm saying.
2: is. She is. Apparently, she's <laughs> pretty. Uh, no, she's kind of crazy too. You know, I mean, she she hooked up with Machine Gun Kelly or something like that. And I oh, guess man. I guess in like in our, there's the start of the relationship. Apparently, it was that uh you know they were at a party and she said to him, "Oh, you smell like weed," and then he said in re- in response, "I am weed," and then that was it. <laughs> that's okay. all it takes, boys. I okay. I to remember that.
1: I'm going yeah, to write the that blender. down on my yeah, <laughs> yeah. dating profile. Something. Yeah. That's hilarious. Jeez. <laughs> that's Jeez. Funny. Uh,
0: that's yeah. All takes. We, that's all it takes. I, the, I guess we got the uh, the tips, the dating tips from the Bull Bros
2: too. Oh, so. From the Bull Bros. That's right, bro. I am weak. I am. We, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't kick your out of bed for eating crackers. Yeah, you know. for sure.
1: For sure. Yeah. No, but, but going back, I mean, the, the cool thing about the defensive um, linemen that we got, right. I think, I think it's, it's amazing, you know, and, and again, we haven't seen anything else about uh, Tillery being traded away or anything like that. So it's interesting to see how that's kind of played out, but I think we are going to be in excellent hands this year yeah. defensively on the line. We're going to be stopping the run. And, and everyone forgets that Khalil Mack is very good at stopping the run. Yes. He's very good at stopping the run. So, and, and Joey Bosa is ab- better than above average, right? So, yeah, yeah, I don't think we're going to see a lot of people gash just like they did last year, right? So, um, I'm kind of excited to see that for sure. So, yeah.
0: yeah, that's definitely necessary. And that interview I was watching of Tom Telesco, um, they brought up the whole thing about, you know, how we basically lost through the defense, and he was pointing on the yep. the the guy was not Tom Telesco saying this, but the guy who was interviewing him was bringing up. Well, you probably lost it just because of the run defense. He's like, "Well, that wasn't our only problem. There's other problems, too." There was a lot.
1: I mean, we weren't kicking field goals either. Yeah, you kicking know, field yeah. goals, we couldn't, couldn't hit it.
0: Yeah. We didn't really have you any know. depth at all, too. Like flip it was the just field. Yeah. It just wasn't working. So, either way, I mean, our offense was clicking, but then our defense was just really kind of a mess and special teams were a mess. So, there was definitely other things out there um that were problematic for us and what kind of happened last season. So, probably and it kept us out of the playoffs to be honest so yeah um but you know with, with fohoko too like i mean he was just looking at some of the notes and everything too he was winning battles a lot on uh versus will clap and brendan hymas getting tackles for loss he's getting double team is still not allowing a lot of yards he's able to get off the block basically and to mm-hmm. be able to um you know get to the running back and just have short gains and it still get it gives me flashbacks of the mid 2000 defense where you're in the stadium and everybody's saying
1: you can't run you can't run you can't run <laughs>
0: Let's hope hopefully that comes back this season cuz that would be exciting to be from like one of the worst in the league to basically one of the best so well i mean
1: and and i think they can make that happen right i mean bottom line Great. they can make that happen i mean they they revamped every, i mean there's potentially eight starters out there that were not yep. on the team last year that's a completely new team you know yep. so yeah, it's exciting. I mean, we could go through that a whole lot. Um mm-hmm. yep. yeah, and then maybe yeah. let's uh maybe maybe do one more on maybe two more on the defense and then we'll flip to the offense. I know you guys are talking yeah. quite a bit about the offense as well, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh maybe let's go Mark Webb real quick and then we'll just go to your guys' questions. I know it's all offense is what we're seeing here on the side. So I kind of want to stick yeah. to one side first. So right. so Jane, maybe give us a little idea on Mark Webb and then we can kind of uh go through one other person we highlighted and then um and then yeah. maybe give a couple of uh, you know. Sprinkle in a couple other names on top.
0: I think Staley has kind of a soft point in his heart for Mark Webb. Um, Yeah. (laughs) He he
1: really does. He does. Yeah.
0: I think he really, really likes the guy a ton. And uh, he was a seventh round pick, I believe, last year with us. Yep. He got hurt. And he got injured out of the season. Sucks. He's another Georgia boy. So, like, Mm -hmm. I kind of feel like, hey, it was a year early that he came out. Well, I wouldn't say it's a year early, but he wasn't able to be a part of the national championship team. But he did really, really well over at Georgia. And maybe we found a guy that actually could really step up again for us as another depth guy too. So once again, if you haven't seen Mark Webb has been doing some pretty flashy plays uh, during Mm -hmm. the camp really is trying to find a way on the squad. And I think he's doing a really good job. I know Brandon Staley said, the one thing is though, I need to be able to see him tackle. And that's my biggest concern. And so that's where it starts getting to the point when you have your pads on, you start really trying to do a little bit of tackle tackling a little bit more and such. Um, and we've talked a lot about this defense and this defense is all about being very versatile. Like Kyle Van Noy, he's a versatile player for us. And I feel like Mark Webb's starting to kind of be that guy too. So yeah, for sure. So he ran with the ones in, in the money roller, basically the safety linebacker hybrid pos- position with uh, six defensive backs. Now that kind of dang near sounds like the, the five one five that we've been talking about. Yeah. Um, also played as basically safety and star with a nickel quarterback. Um, so he's moving around. He's trying to find yeah. somewhere on this team and yep. he's been doing really, really good. And he even picked off uh, a battered pass from Herbert to Palmer picked off Daniels um, seems to be getting around there and getting very involved. So um, it, it'll be interesting to watch him in preseason game to see what he could do. And it's exciting yeah. to kind of even look at all the guys in preseason. Cause most of the time when I watch a preseason games, I'm like, eh, whatever, you know, it's just, it's Chargers football, but yeah. Now I feel like I'm invested in some of these players and these depth right. guys, so yes. it makes it more exciting to watch.
2: Yes, absolutely, and and honestly, like I really do like preseason. Like, and a lot, of, I know a lot of people are like, eh, whatever yeah. about preseason, but I actually like it because you get to see the players that don't normally get to play. Like, actually, kind of a lot of times, play their heart out because they're they're vying for the job. This is literally the big test for them to get on the squad. You know, I yep. mean, obviously there there's going to be certain people that are no matter what going to be on the squad because and they're the ones that are sitting on the sidelines just watching. Yep. Uh, but like I want to see some of these people get it. And and I was actually talking about that a lot at camp to people. I was like, you know, we're only really going to cut about 10 players because yeah. Yeah. we're going to have it's, it's a 53 man squad that's going to you know move through. But 10 of those uh, 10 more people are going to get on the practice squad. And right. Plus, plus, like, I think they have up to like three people on reserve because of COVID yep. or something now, or I think it might be four. Mm-hmm. It, it was it's definitely more than it usually is. Uh, so it really because we have like 75 people. So, yeah, it's it's really about uh 10 people are going to get cut and it's it's going to it's going to be it's a difficult 10, 10 people, though. I, I know that much. Yeah. Yeah. It,
1: I like how you can see the light through my, uh, my blinds yeah, here. Let me see, let me There's move that around here.
2: <laughs> it awesome. It's like, got a, got a war paint si- situation. Yeah, going I was on like, oh here. my yeah. gosh,
1: look at that thing. It's just it's right on my face like that. That looks yeah. pretty funny.
0: Yeah, you know, and Herb was bringing up like how many defensive packs are we going to have on the squad? And I mean, yeah, be a lot, you, right? you have to kind of think, okay, obviously Asante Samuel, obviously JC Jackson, obviously Bryce Callahan. You know, Michael Davis seems to be the guy that's going to come there too. I mean, we drafted just Sir Taylor, uh, Mark Webb. I mean, Tavon Campbell's another guy. Keyman Hall there. So, like, I really don't know. Like, I mean, you're going to say at least probably five of those guys are a lock. If we're going to start doing a lot of bigger packages with a lot more defensive backs, I mean, I I would probably say at most six just because you have other positions of need, too. So, you can't go too heavy. Now, once again, some of these guys might go on practice squad, too. So, um. I, I don't know who that will be. I don't know if Mark Webb will be the guy that finds his way onto this, you know, team. Um, but I, I'm going to say six defensive backs is probably about right um, for the amount of defense backs we'll get. So left cornerback, right cornerback basically. That seems like, that seems like it, it, correct to me. So,
1: yeah. And I, well, I mean, it, it, it will be, well, you have to also think about special teams too, right? So yeah, special 100%. teams are a big part of that conversation. So, yeah, um, you know they'll 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 suit up quite a few folks uh, on the D back side. But again, the whole point is you don't want a one trick pony. You want somebody that can play different positions. I really think that's partially why Brandon Steele likes someone like Mark Webb, and actually really yep. DeAndre Leonard, which is another guy that we wanted to talk about. Yep. And then we'll move 100 percent to the offense, guys. Okay. So <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I know you guys uh, asked so I'm, I'm like reading through these questions. I'm like, wow, you guys nobody yeah. wants to talk about defense today. I Actually, yeah. I thought you guys would want to talk more about the defense because yeah. Getting more hype about the defense at this point, you know. Absolutely, so yeah, because we're going to score, right? Herbert's going to score points. Yeah. I mean, I, I you know, I don't think that's a that's a question.
2: Yeah, but now, it's good
1: this, to see the defense doing so well.
2: There's there's really no change to our offense this this year at all. You know, like we, we basically Fair kept low. everything the same. Uh We and in fact we just improved our right side. You know, so it's like yeah. I mean, there's not a whole lot to talk about on that side. I mean, going into the defense more though. You know, I mean. When I was there on Saturday, like Michael Davis got an interception. Yep, he got uh, interception of course, yeah. It was off of Easton Stick or whatever, but yep. JC Jackson also got an interception. That one was off of Justin Herbert, though. Yep. Uh, it was kind of a, a bobbled pass, uh, but he, yeah. he kind of stuck with it and just kind of took it home. So, you know,
0: you know, and the thing about it is, like, that was his first pick in the, in the camp for JC Jackson, and that's kind no, of what I'm second. expecting. Oh, the yeah, other cause... one was a tip pass too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So and, there, there was right. one
2: earlier in the week, but then there was got one it. Saturday when I was there.
0: So got it. Okay. So that was yeah. the second, you yeah. know,
2: the thing about it is, is like,
0: I don't think a lot of people are going to want to challenge him. And no. I mean, no. I think they are not the going to throw
1: to him. They are not no. going to throw to him. At
0: but all. I, I think if somebody does throw to him, then he's going to be like, all right, game on, let's go and try to get this pick. Cause I think he thrives off of that. And I mean, yeah. he's got that Rivas Island kind of mentality. Um, yeah. Where he basically just goes after the ball and gets it. And he's just like, hey, you're not going to throw anything on me. And you're going to, I'm a lockdown corner, basically. So I, I love to have a player like that. Um, so it's exciting to see him getting picks and getting challenged. We need him mm-hmm. to be challenged. Yeah, he's absolutely ready for the season.
1: So. 100%. 100%. Well, and again, right? You know, it, it makes us just get better on offense in general, anyways, right? So, and again, why did we lose last year? Defensively, yep. we could not stop the run. Yeah. We, J.C. Jackson had eight interceptions. Our team as a whole had seven interceptions last yeah. year. Seven. Ooh, not good. He beat Dang. our team last year in interceptions.
0: Jeez. So,
1: individually. Individually. Yeah. See, that's that's why I don't think they're going to throw to him at all. They're going to they're going to throw to other people. You know, they're not yep. going
0: to throw to him. Why? 100%. So, 100%. Yeah. Well, and one, one other cornerback that we've been talking about, too, and getting a little bit of hype, and I know I didn't really put that in my head of, him being one of the six guys to get in, which now it could make it to seven possibly. But Dean Leonard's another guy that we drafted too. Yep. And he's been solid. He's been solid. Like I've been pretty impressed by that guy so far. And he, his, his dad was like a coach too. So I think that probably helps out a little bit for him kind of getting him prepped and everything, but I feel like he's really not a rookie. I feel like a lot of people are pretty impressed about his preparation for the game and everything too. So he just seems ahead of like the other guys, like the JT Woods and the Jasir Taylor guys. Like I feel like he's way ahead of those guys. Um, Jaseer Taylor Taylor's
1: so, getting a lot of love too, as well.
0: So yeah, yeah. yep. But I've J- been, a lot I've of been people
1: like Jasir, for sure.
0: Yeah. And with Dean, like I just feel like he's doing things. It's it, the game's not big enough, big for him, I should say. I'd yep. say big enough, but I think it's not too big of a situation for him. I feel like he's understanding what's happening right now. And he's able to make make some plays, and so getting a lot of reps with the ones too. So that's kind of an interesting thing to see. So, um, but
1: well, I, I think I think he's also getting a lot of reps with the ones because
0: uh,
1: Derwin James is out anyways, and so I think they want to see who could step in because the whole point about having Derwin James do whatever he could man up. Like let's say we're playing Raiders Week One, they'll probably just put him on Waller. They'll just have yep. him man up Waller, hundred yep. percent. Yep. Take him away. Then you take away um Adams with JC Jackson. And then and then you really just gotta contend with um oh my gosh, what am my daughter black on the other guy's name. The guy that the other the little white homie that's pretty quick. Um oh my <laughs> gosh, from the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> Renzo, Renzo, uh, yes. like, I, I kept thinking of something different. <laughs> and, and and he's awesome, right? But yeah. but he's probably gonna be having a big game. I mean, if I was a fantasy football, I would say he's probably where the ball is gonna go to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would assume though they probably put maybe uh, you know, maybe put uh, Sante Samuel on him and then maybe have some help on the top for him as well, something
2: of that nature. Yeah. So it'd be, it'd be really
1: easy to see how that plays out, but uh, yep. but so yeah, I mean, yeah. according
2: to according to PFF, uh, you know, Renfro is put into the slot position for the Raiders, yeah, yep. uh, and right. so that's going to be typically going against Callahan, uh, yep. you know, in that, in that yeah, position, Callahan. Mm-hmm. Callahan and also linebackers, so. Uh, and then, of course, safety if he keeps going down deeper and stuff. So, yeah, right. uh, yeah. yeah we'll see. We'll see Callahan and Adderley probably double team him um, deep in the deep routes and stuff. And then yeah. right now, PFF is showing that Adams is going against Asante Samuel Jr. on the right side, which I don't, I don't see that happening. I, I see them definitely switching that up for Jackson to Adams. For you know? sure. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I don't even
1: know why they would say that because – yeah, I, I I know I already know that Brandon Staley wants to double. You know, he wants to put his number one on their number one and just take yeah. him out of the game completely. Percent.
2: Yep. You know, I mean, I'll say this though too is like, I mean, Devonte Adams is dangerous with his route running. I mean, I don't think yep. I don't know if he's seen some of his things. Like he always he has his little juke move or whatever. Uh, of course, I I kind of predict. I, I see him doing every single time I've seen him. He does three steps, one, two, three, and then he just picks his side and usually goes. It usually goes left. Like it's about like seventy five percent time that he goes left and so but that's enough to break a lot of people's ankles you know like i mean you're getting tired you're not thinking much anymore so like you're not like prepared so yep. yeah It but it's it's gonna be wild to see like in the truth is i have seen you know footage of the uh, jc jackson getting his ankles broke a couple times like uh against some players so it's gonna sure. be a, it's gonna be fun to see like that that matchup and and i know that J. C. Jackson's up to the task. Devontae Adams up to the task. There, yep. <laughs> it's going to be a battle to watch for sure, man. It will It'll be.
1: be it will be. It's, can't uh, wait, it's gonna wait for to be that. Exciting.
0: Can't wait for that game, man. Can't wait for that game. So yeah, um, yeah.
1: We 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 need to give them some payback, man, for sure. Yes. Yeah, and, and I I will say this. You know, it's funny. I've been watching so many people talk about the Chargers in general, and it really, they. It's it's kind of funny. Some people care about the Bosa Mac thing. Um, but some people don't really seem to talk about that as being something relevant. And I, and I get really confused when I hear people say that because those are two of the probably best prolific pass rushers in the game. And you got those two on the same field. Forget about it. Yeah. If you're, if you're you're the quarterback, man, I mean, come on now. I don't understand how you can't, you can't, you know, recognize that that's going to be a big, you know, a big deal. So anyhow, I found that really interesting.
2: So yeah, uh, we we were talking about Mark Webb a little bit, and Herb actually had a, a comment on that uh, okay. about yeah. about of our all of our depths in defensive back. Like, how was it? I'm trying to find it again. Uh, it was it was a good question. It was a good comment. Oh yeah, here it is. Out of all the DBs and safeties we got, do you think we keep them or how many do we have uh, have on the roster? Are we 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 are riding very deep.
0: So yeah. Yeah, we kind of talked a little bit about that already. Like we were saying, I was saying six probably is kind of what we're looking at on DBs. Safeties are probably looking at like, I mean, strong safety, free safeties. You you have to probably at least look at four. Um,
1: yeah, and then you got DJ out there as well, too. So DJ and again, out there, yeah. special teams, right? So you got the gunners, yep. you got all these different positions. Uh, they're going to run heavy DBs, right? I think we might yeah. go light on linebackers because, you know, if you got like a, you know, they'll probably have t- three linebackers um, and they'll largely be special teams too. Guys, I think it's going to boil down to special teams yep. big time. Yeah, that's, the big, most that's likely. the big one. Yeah, big time. yeah, yep,
2: big time. So. Yeah, and it's it's always the question too. It's like who, like I'm trying to figure out like, you know, you know on the outside of this is like who or what position plays as the gunner and the jammers. Uh, more is that is that tight ends or is that wide receivers or defensive backs? You
1: know, usually defensive backs. You see, defensive backs, uh, they're probably
2: they're probably typically for the jammers, I would say, but then the gunners would probably be as uh, wide receivers, probably right? Because they're able to, yeah, either or, it's it's whoever,
1: whoever plays better, Yeah. yep,
2: yeah, yeah. So, it's like, I mean, those are so, those are like the specific positions essentially that do cross over between like you know wide receivers and defensive backs and so those are think, the important ones yeah. um yeah so i mean it's it's gonna be good to see like you know what but we have and i think i think if anything we're probably going to have about five corner uh court, defensive backs or i said corners and then we'll probably run like three safeties um you know yeah as far as like that goes with depth and stuff, because, yeah, but maybe, maybe a little bit more, maybe four safeties, uh, because I mean, man, Nasir Syria having a great year.
1: He's killing it. He's killing and it. Hoping,
2: yeah. But I, but I mean, I guess going into what you guys were saying earlier too, is that like, yeah, I, I really do think that Derwin James's contract is going to like be signed close to the end of camp, uh, as possible, uh, which is kind of unfortunate because I want him to practice a little bit too before, but, yeah. yeah. Also wanted sure. to for also sure. wanted to stay, stay healthy. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, for big. sure. Yep. Yeah, that is definitely bigger for us. So. Hey,
1: so I uh so why don't we move to offense at this point? Yeah, I know uh, we're already we're already going about yeah. 50 minutes into this as well too. Having said that, just keep keep throwing your questions out there. We could do kind of a rapid fire on the offense for you guys, right? So yes. yep. I did have one question for you guys. I want you to answer uh this question. Do you think Zion Johnson will win rookie of the year?
0: Because, you know, we obviously one of inst- the guys we've been chatting about, too, on this. So. Mm, I know <laughs> it works out well. That's right. Yeah,
1: Exactly. So, again, you know, what do you guys think? Put some comments down below. And I have another question as well, too. But let's go through some of the rest of your questions as well on the offensive side of the ball. Um, I know there was one here that I thought was really interesting. Will Mike, Mike Bandy make uh, the 53 man roster? I don't know that he will. Um, I, I would love him to make it. But, you know, you never know. And I think I think it goes boils down to the same conversation we had just a few seconds ago. Special teams. If he's part of special teams and he can find a spot, why not? Right. That's kind of a big part of what they have to make a decision on. Because you can only suit up so many people for the game, right? That's the that's the whole point. Yep. And what are the people that can make you win now and and hopefully go from, from there? So I I so it'll be really interesting to see how he does um, you know, in special teams, in my, my opinion.
0: Yeah, and Bandy, that's kind of where he has to find his way. I, he the, our, yep. our wide receiving depth is pretty deep, and it's a lot deeper yeah. than I thought it was. Um, yes. So, Bandy was on the team last year. He played, I believe, in the Texans game. He uh, did some pun returns. A lot of
1: injuries. Was, yep.
0: Yeah, I don't know if, I don't think he played wide receiver or anything, or at least I didn't notice, but he he's probably going to be more of a practice squad guy for us again. It's kind for of sure. another development yeah. type of guy. So, um, so. That's that's kind of where I think he'll be at. Yeah,
2: I don't. Yeah, I definitely don't see him taking the uh, the fifty three. I mean, because no. we we got you know obviously Keenan Allen, uh, Mike Williams, you know uh, Jalen Guyton, Josh Palmer, and DeAndre Carter. One hundred percent, they're they're on the fifty three man for sure. Uh, and then someone's get, you know, probably uh, looking at here some of these players. I'm not hundred percent sure who could make it or not. I mean, because there's. Yeah. Who's gonna get that sixth spot? Maybe as a practice squad guy. I don't know. Maybe we have two practice squad guys. I'm not sure if uh, how how it shakes out for wide receivers on on squads. So man, it, it's a yeah. tough
0: situation for our wide receivers. I mean, yeah, you know, we we wrote down DeAndre Carter as one of the guys this week that has had a really solid solid camp, and so he's he's a shoe in for a wide receiver position on mm-hmm. this team. Um, I mean, he's gonna be a kick returner, punt returner for us probably, um, yeah. but. You start thinking, okay, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Josh Palmer, Guyton, and then DeAndre Carter. There's no room yep. for that wide receiving core at all. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna, tough. It's
1: gonna yeah. be tough. It's gonna be tough.
0: I don't think we could get to a sixth wide receiver on this team, uh, just because obviously there's other positions of needs for this team. For sure. So, yeah, so and it's a again, very, very hard situation to be able to get past that. Uh, why does and, and,
1: and this is really why special teams matters right i mean i remember uh at the beginning of camp this year um austin eckler specifically talked about that's how he made the team mm-hmm. he made it on special teams yeah and then he just worked his way up as a running back and so look you gotta you gotta find your way in there somehow right and this yeah. is a deep team completely right so yeah that's yeah. good so uh why don't we go to uh, ather's question here um we talked a little bit about the offense being predictable you know i think part of why I was saying it's being predictable wasn't necessarily that um, the calls were predictable, but we didn't have the full playbook. It's very clear yeah. that Joe Lombardi did not just throw everything on Justin Herbert because Justin Herbert was a little bit confused. And, and the good, the good news about this specifically is that um, even Brandon Sally and Joe Lombardi said, Justin Herbert's got it. He's understanding that the plays better. I think we're going to see more audibles. We'll see more checkouts, which I think is good because he's he's like Phil Rivers. He'll be the general on the field or Peyton Manning or any, any of those other – or Tom Brady for that matter, right? So they'll know the playbook well enough that he can check out and yeah. and do, do some more creative things at the line, which I think is something we lacked last year. I think we became a little predictable. Um, I don't know. What are you guys' thoughts on that?
0: Yeah, there was a lot of like small play type stuff. And I felt like the first down, second down, like we chatted about was pretty bad for us. And so that could also be basically just maybe bad run plays, maybe bad pass plays. And then for some reason, Justin Herbert lit up on the se- the third and the f- uh, fourth down pretty much and became one of the best quarterbacks in league for that. Yep. So for us, I want to see less of these like third and eights and third and nines. Yes. And, like, because if we have sucky first and seconds, Like we're always in a long play situation to make something happen. And that probably meant that we had to go for fourth downs a lot too. So I I think we just need to find a way to be able to have a little bit more longer rips and plays that actually seem to get the ball downfield. And I feel like it was just kind of stagnant sometimes for us for first and second down. So that's, I think where the predictability kind of comes in with them that it's just not being very effective on us first and second down. So, my yep. hopes is that they yep. will show that they're at least having a little bit more grasp of the offense here for the first and second downs. And obviously I still want to have that element of them wanting to go for it on fourth down when necessary kind of thing. Um, but I think it's really about us just seeing that offense growing to become more of a juggernaut based offense every single down. So I think that's kind of really what, what's necessary. Um, and that's kind of where the predictability we've been chatting about is. So. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of quarter ones that we didn't do well. There's a lot of or first quarters we didn't do very well in scoring touchdowns, and third quarters we didn't do well at scoring touchdowns too. Well, so,
1: and, and you're illustrating a perfect point. This is why I kind of, in a weird way, think that I think the Raiders and also the Broncos are going to struggle because they have first year head coaches, they're installing new offense, new defense, yeah, and it's difficult to be successful at that, right? And you you it was funny I was I was watching when I was watching the Hall of Fame game, um Dick Vermeil. Uh, was put in the hall of fame as one of the head coaches. And he said, he said, what, What's the biggest challenge between a head coach now when you are a head coach? He said, You they have less time with their players to coach them. And and that's very true, guys. Like Dick Vermeil was he was having three hours a day uh scrimmages, back to back, no rest. It was I'm running you guys ragged. That's a lot. But he was basically, Dang. yeah, it was it, it was crazy, but but he got him in tip top shape, yeah. and that's what he did. You can't do that in the NFL now. You cannot no. do that. So so the, the point is you have less time to work with these guys. So I think that's why a first-year head coach, is, it's very difficult to be successful because you don't have as much time yeah, to man. coach them up um, as you've had in the past. So anyways, I don't I know what your thoughts. thoughts are there, Kyle, at this point.
2: Um, yeah, I mean, I'm just kind of looking at the history that Joe Lombardi had with like the Saints as well. Um, yeah. And truth is, I mean – he has a system that freaking works. I don't know if he's going to change it up too much. I mean, looking at Drew Brees, I mean, he made the pro bowl 13 times. Uh, Basically majority of those times were at new Orleans um, and he got all pro as well in that time. Uh, And so I don't really think he's going to change it up too much. I mean, yeah, he's going to have like some certain plays here and there and stuff like that, that are new uh, because he has to, you know, but, for the most part, it's gonna be a pass heavy offense, you know, and like I I just I hope that the the looks are gonna be different enough for uh those fourth and twenty staley. Type of situations, yeah.
1: you Oldham know, staley. <laughs> staley. I love those. I like, we, yeah, we oh, uh, there's That's
2: already a shirt story. out there for that, yeah. So, yeah, uh, I saw I saw Jen Mills on the mic wearing it one time. Oh. Um, okay, yeah,
1: well, 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 we'll have to copy that then. Oh, yeah,
2: we can make our own, it's, it's still totally cool, yeah. but uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't really see him actually changing it up too much. Um, uh, I mean, because obviously, we we know from his uh, the time in New Orleans, that he likes to s- throw the ball to like random receivers all the time. Um, like, you know, he's not going to only throw it to uh Keenan Allen or Mike Williams. Yeah. He's going to throw it to Josh Palmer and Jalen Guyton uh, or even Trey McKitty when they're out there, you know? So it's yeah. like, uh, so when it comes to his play calling, I, I think he's going to, he can just stick to what he, he knows. And what he knows is, is that's making his quarterbacks get 5,000 yards, 40 plus touch 30 plus touchdowns, you know? So uh, yeah, man, like it's, he's, he's going to, he's going to keep it basically the same. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, yeah, we'll and, and,
1: and it'll also allow Herbert to do whatever he wants. Cause he understands yeah. the offense better. So he can make changes on the field, which right. I think is a good thing. You know, he has to be an on-field general. I mean, all the good quarterbacks become that at some point. Right. So I, I guess that's the question, right? Cause some of the big, the big concerns about Phil, you know, well, Phil Rivers was great. He was an on-field general. But he was also a quarterback in the league for, you know, um, 10 years, 18 sure. years, something of that nature. Yeah. And then you have, um, Justin Herbert in his third year, right? Can he <laughs> step up? He's a quiet guy, right? He's not right. a guy that's going to get out there and start getting in people's face, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, pretty interesting. Interesting. Um, yeah, I, uh, we got I a question know. up here. For, oh, good.
0: I don't know if it was Staley or Lombardi, but he basically talked about that last year was, uh, the offense 101, and now this is yeah. offense 202. So now there's like a, for sure. Higher level of knowledge of the offense, and they're going to be able to open up the offense a little bit more too. And so yep. maybe it gives Herbert a little bit more opportunity to make some calls at the line too. So we'll see how it goes and see how it evolves. But I, I to me, the big thing is I just want to see first down, second downs not being so stagnant. That's yeah, agreed, I, agreed. Let's right, let's get some more like first downs after first downs instead yes. of being like well. First second suck and then now we got to deal with third down and seven or whatever it is like let's, exactly let's, yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly on, yeah. we got to stop that well you yeah.
1: know, and and I, and I think we also started becoming a little bit vanilla at times right i mean if you guys saw my breakdown of that raiders game specifically yes they were not exactly the same play but it was a, yeah. it was a halfback dive left they just scu- disguise it a little differently yeah um yeah. And, and, you know, again, we cannot become predictable. When you can become predictable in the NFL, you're going to have problems, right? So uh, let's go to some of these. Qu- you guys, I was looking, reading your questions, very good questions, and we are yeah. multitasking behind the scenes here, guys. So <laughs> we're reading <laughs> yep. what you're saying, and we're trying to yep. make sure, we're, we're trying to get to some of your questions. Um, it, and I think you're talking specifically, RB, about Stone Smart, right? He's the new tight end that we brought in. He was a wide receiver from Wake Forest. He's now a tight end. So pretty interesting. Um, hey, mean, and I think it's the next Surratt. Question.
2: It's Sage Surratt. Oh, I
1: oh, he oh, says, Sage Surratt. Sorry, Stone <laughs> Smart. I'm thinking of a different tight end. Stone we, we have, Smart, we, have two yeah. I'm like, yeah, so we have Stone <laughs> Smart and Sage Surratt. So yeah, that yeah. was like, wow, that's that's a little confusing. Yeah. So Sage <laughs> Surratt is the guy from Wake Forest. My bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I I think we're gonna probably it'll again it'll still come down to special teams on how many people actually suit up each yeah. week for for tight ends because again you know Parham if he's healthy will be out there for sure obviously um, uh, Gerald Everett will be out there for sure. Um, And then we'll have Trey McKitty. Trey McKitty is more of a blocking uh, tight end, but I think he's also very good in the passing game as well too. So at least three, maybe four, we'll see. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, it's a tough situation, and once again, there's only a certain amount of slots for everybody. But I'd say probably three tight ends, in my opinion, at tops. In yeah. my opinion, yeah. So definitely. I mean, I, it, it's really kind of contingent on what's going to happen with Parham too. And I mean, I, yes. I can't imagine that's a season-ending injury by any means, unless he completely blew out his leg or something like that or whatnot. Yeah,
1: exactly but, right. Exactly. Yeah.
0: So yeah, I think we'll probably be fine with three tight ends. Um, so. Uh, I was actually going to say uh, SD Fishin's um, question about the red zone play calling. So going back to the Chiefs game, the one that Parham got injured in. Um, yes,
1: that was so devastating. So that red I think zone that changed our year.
0: It really yeah, did. That changed our yeah. year. That, that,
1: yeah. that injury, in my opinion, you could look at that and say that's kind of what – because we ended the season one and three. Yep. And I felt like that was the injury that just – I don't know. Maybe took the wind it out of our sail. Yeah. It was weird. You know, yeah. Um, yeah, I go back to that. What if, what if he caught that ball, Yeah. right? Remember, he was on the ground in the end zone. What if he had retained that ball? We would have won the game.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. And, and that, that was the so difference
2: maker it. for sure.
0: Yeah. And I yep. want to say, and I'm doing this by memory. So if you, if you guys want to check me on this, if you can, if you want to call me out and say, hey, James, you got it wrong. But <laughs> yeah. there was a sequence of when it was the first down play call, Herbert was kind of like, trying to find somebody, trying to find somebody. I felt like, in my mind, I was like, he should run the ball in. He seemed like in a perfect position. Run the ball in. And he threw the ball away. Second Mm -hmm. one, second time, I think, was to Mike Williams. He got hit kind of hard, dropped the pass. And then the third down was Parham, basically getting KO'd, basically. Yep. And so, to me, like, I looked at that first down. I'm like, dude, you have the ability to run the ball in. If you go back to like even in his college days, when the Rose Bowl, he won that Rose Bowl for Oregon against Wisconsin. He yep. ran the ball what like, four touchdowns, pretty much that entire game. He maybe had a hundred yards total passing in that game, but he ran the ball in, and he was being a mobile quarterback. I I feel like that's a dimension. If I'm going to say something that needs to be changed, that's something that needs to be changed in the. At least give Herbert the awareness. Hey, run the ball when you have the opportunity but be smart yeah. about what you do, don't take hits, but be smart about when you should run the ball in. And I, that sequence, he should have ran the ball in and that would have basically not had Parham get injured. That would have not had Mike Williams take a little bit of a lick too. Yeah, Like those are things that I'm like, should have happened. So
2: mm-hmm. the red
0: zone play calling, I think does need to adjust. And I do think yes. they need to do some rollout kind of plays, yes. things to get him out of the pocket, give them an option to either throw the ball at somebody or run it in kind of thing. So that's just my thoughts.
1: Well, I think, I think you're right. We got a little vanilla at times, right? I think, um, you know, there were some moments where I think, again, this is also a first, I mean, Joe Lombardi wasn't a play caller in in Saints offense, right? He was there. Um, but at the end of the day, he now was, he has to run this offense with a a rookie quarterback and he's only, you know, maybe 50, 60% of the playbook. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it's a problem, but but we need to be more in, innovative. I think that's really what we we started to become a little bit vanilla. Um, but guys, we we've got such an amazing ability to be successful. I mean, if Donald Parham can stay on the field, you cannot defend that guy. He's so big. Then you got Gerald Everett. Gerald Everett's going to be amazing, guys. I personally think you know, I think I think ESPN had him ranked like 16th rated uh, tight end. I think he could be a top 10 pretty easy, just because of you know his talent in general um so yeah you're right i think the rpo needs to be a little bit more of you know something we run a little more again we don't have to do it and we don't need herbert to run all the time but maybe two or three times a game just to keep the defense honest yep you know make it very clear look i don't want you taking hard hits
2: you know herbie yeah so
1: anyways and
2: and i think that's that's probably why he didn't run that he was probably told not to run it because of that uh that chiefs game where he Went around I mean, he got the blasted. edge. He got blasted, yeah. but the other guy got hurt more. Like, Yeah, you know. yeah.
1: he did. He did. They, they got hurt. Yeah. Well, he yeah. got hurt. And you now know. you got swollen. Well, now, now, too. He's Yeah, so. now. He's bigger yeah.
2: now. So, that's right. So. Yeah, I mean, I
1: mean, he can take more hits, you know. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, and by the way, ERB, I think this is a good idea. This would be good for us. We should do a collab on a 53-man roster. I think that's a good idea. I
2: think it wants um, to closer to that point. I think we should do yeah. that. That would mm-hmm. be good. Actually, even before this uh, video we, we started, I actually did record – a kind of a prediction thing about the cool. uh, offense and the, the defense starters, just the, the 11 man uh, side of it. So cool. I I'm going to post that on Instagram uh, just kind of as a prediction, just throw it out there, but all right, whatever. This is kind of what I think is going to happen for uh, our offense defense. So,
1: yeah, I was even thinking cool. we should do uh, our own uh, AFC West predictions, how we stack up, who ends sure. the season first, second, third, fourth. Yeah. Who doesn't make the playoffs. Let's and I think it. we should do that. But I, I think we should do that a little bit closer to actual game time, right? You know, not not preseason. Because right now it's it's pretty much just, you know, throw a hat in the ring. But, sure. but yes, I, th- I think these are all great, great ideas.
0: You know, um, I know we chatted a little bit about DeAndre Carter and everything being kind of wide yep. receiver five. But, you know, just to kind of keep an idea of players that have done well this week. And DeAndre Carter did really well this week in practice, by the way, too. So you got two touchdowns as a receiver, too. Specifically in red zone. So once again, going back yeah. to that, now we'll have another guy that could be a red zone target for us, and he's got some wheels. So I mean, he even returned a to kickoff too, first first uh, first attempt on Friday, ran back it for a touchdown, dude. So uh, you know that's a guy that's gonna could help us out a little bit on the red zone too. Um, kind of going back to that last question. So um, he's he's a good impact guy for us. So excited to see him on the field and see what he could do. And now once again, he's a wide receiver five. I mean. You're not going to have a ton of targets to take advantage of those targets when he gets them. Yeah, but what? I
1: think I think I think the thing about him though is is he's he's a good savvy vet too, and he went to Sac State, by the way. I don't know if yeah. you know that or not. He went to Sac it's State, really it was, awesome. I, I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, anyways, um, he's got an interesting story. Go ahead, Kyle. I didn't mean to cut you off there.
2: No, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, uh, I was just going to say is that I did see him um, on Saturday's practice, and he was getting quite a few uh, balls thrown to him because cool. they well because they did a bunch of one uh, on ones uh you know wide receivers versus uh defensive backs and you know he was he was actually showing up uh pretty good there so uh it's it was actually really exciting to see um and he was actually even getting them on the seven on sevens as well so he got the looks and so they're they're definitely going to use him a little bit more than they did at at washington so i'm excited for that
1: yeah and and think about him in general so what i was going to say kyle is his story i don't know if you saw that with uh uh, Elwood, she interviewed him and he, he's had an interesting story, right? He was, he was a substitute teacher for a while. He wasn't in the league. Oh, wow! So he went out and he was just subbing and then he just kept trying to get on teams. And he finally, you know, got a look from Washington and awesome. kind of worked his way back up. Right. You know, and he's 29 years old, so he's not young, but think about him specifically with this team guys. Yeah. That's pretty amazing because, you know, look, the reality is he's probably, I mean, we could probably all agree. I, I know we're all drinking the Kool Aid, but at the end of the day, <laughs> Justin Herbert's a top three quarterback in the league, yeah. flat out. Yeah. Right? He'll probably he could he could eclipse six thousand yards the next year. But that but what does that also say that we're probably going to run the ball less, which I think is not a good thing because I don't I don't want us to become too you know vanilla. But you know my point is if you're a wide receiver like you know DeAndre Carter, man, there's no better place to be. no better place so that's just kind of exciting for him so yeah
2: and because of the offense that we have you know we know that joe lombardi is going to look his direction on occasion as well because that's just the way that he runs his offense like it like that's why it's it's always tough to pick any player from joe lombardi's or wide receiver from joe lombardi's offense yeah because yeah Yeah. because you know like it's always inconsistent we we don't know who's going to get the ball the most at all, even if it is, uh, you know, from the saints and, uh, and the chargers days. Like, I mean, I remember actually, Andy, we actually talked about yep. that on a, uh, in Hawaii, like, you know, there's yep. that fella on the boat with us on yep. The, yep. and he sure. was like saying, who's going to get the most catches on, on the chargers. I have no idea. Like I want to yeah. pay, I want to play Keenan Allen, but he doesn't get the ball that often, you know? Yeah. And, well, and he, doesn't, I mean, and he doesn't get the touchdowns, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, he he's, he's kind of the chunk yard guy that just goes down the field, you know, just the yeah. quick outs and stuff. But, but I I don't know, Mike Williams, man, it's gonna be. But here's the thing: this is part of the problem for fantasy. This is why I think the Chargers' offense or the Saints' offense, or I'm gonna call it the Chargers' offense moving forward, yeah, is we spread the ball around a lot, right? Yeah, I mean, if there's exactly. one person I think that might be really good, I would say Gerald Everett because I think Everett is gonna be pretty good. I think there's gonna be a lot of sweeps with him. I'm sure they'll do tight end, some tight end screens I think he will be a good pick I probably shouldn't be telling you guys this because we are going to be doing fantasy football but uh I think he would be, he would be my he would be my my one pickup tight end I think I think he could have a, a great year so yep. anyhow yep. um but yeah uh, I'm just gonna say this I don't think they'll roster three uh quarterbacks stick will probably be on practice squad um, yeah he'll, he'll be there but he won't he won't dress or anything like yep.
0: that but uh you know for sure yep yeah, if you guys want to chat a little bit about the right side of the line too, obviously you chatted about Zion Johnson being a rookie too, a rookie of the year. Yes,
2: um, it seemed like everybody that, that, was
0: kind of saying no, that's probably not going to happen. And I don't really know of many like off offensive guards. linemen guys. Yes, yeah. get rookie it's, of the year, but yeah,
2: that's a, that's that, probably going to be a hard no. Yeah,
0: <laughs> well, it, it's offensive rookie of the years are always like the flashy stat guys. You know, like you got to yeah. think of like when Herbert won it and what he did. And then you got uh, Justin Jefferson, too. It killed it, too. Like, those are the guys that get the nods, basically. But, you know, the thing is, with Zion Johnson, he's going to be one of those guys we, we need on the team to keep that right side going. And so, I mean, everybody's saying he's looking the part and he's looking great. He kind of has a lot of reminders of Slater when he got picked up, too. And Lindsley and Slater are basically giving him great, great, like, uh, remarks about him saying that he's looking really good on this team. So, immediate impact at the position. It was Odeo Bushi's position, basically, um, who is now gone. Um, so, but he's he's pancaking Tillery, which uh, yep. we kind of expect. <laughs> uh...
1: <laughs> yep, man. Yeah, you know, it, it, I'm really going to be curious. It's going to be curious to see if if they do trade Tillery off. I mean, I yeah. I know that there's it's kind of gotten quiet, but I don't know, man. He just, I just, he's he's not looking the part. Um, I was going to say one thing, yo, I, I was watching some more film on, uh, Zion Johnson. I'm like, I'm looking, I'm like, God damn. He's got big arms, dude. That guy has got the biggest freaking arms I've ever seen. I was like, I was like, like, is that really his arms? They look like legs to me. I mean, they're just crazy. And yeah. Oh man. And uh, and, and, and he uh, definitely
2: had to get a custom made suit for those arms, man. You know, like it's yeah, like they probably they no probably doubt. just put they probably yeah, just they took, had to. two pant legs for his for his, his sleeves, you know, <laughs> instead.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, and then I had one other thought uh, was basically um oh so by the way, I, I did throw the question out here, who would be ranked higher defense or offense for 2022? Most people mm-hmm. seem like they're saying the offense. I would agree with that. I would say this, guys, if we're a top 10 defense and even top 10 in special teams. And we stay three or top five in offense. Guys, mm-hmm. guys, yeah, we, yeah. We, we are in a Super Bowl run,
2: right? And by yes. the way,
1: I'm going to tell you this right now. On these videos, we're going to track where we're sitting offensively or in the league. How do, how do we stack up? How are yeah. we stacking as we're going? You know, those are some things we want to look at because I want to look at statistics, right? I mean, it's a big thing that Brandon State looks at and everyone in the league. Yeah. Where, are we, where are we doing good? Because we want to talk about how teams are going to play us, how we're going to play them you know what where we think you know we're gonna attack these guys right so yeah. I think that's great so um yep. anyways
0: well I know Aether had a question I think uh one directed at me and one directed yeah, let's you let's and go Andrew.
1: with you first on that one James how about that right. and then we'll and then we'll have a couple wrap up thoughts and
0: uh <laughs> yeah you guys enjoy
1: um, the rest of your Sundays.
0: I'm gonna as well. re- I'm gonna replace my name put Aether my bro. Aether my bro. That, that doesn't work out as well. Aether my James, bro my bro this is for you <laughs> So maybe if I said, Aether, my bro, this is my response to your question here. So what's your (laughs) realistic expectation for the secondary? Uh, You know how bad they were on the third down. So, you know, the thing is, though, we chatted about J.C. Jackson. Nobody's going to really try to throw too much on J.C. Jackson. Who are they going to pick on? Asante Samuel Jr. They're going to probably pick on Callahan at that point. If obviously Michael Davis is out on the field, they're going to pick on him, too. So. The thing is, though, this year could be very, very different because there is going to be a lot more depth in that position for us. And I think that Michael Davis has his moments that he's good, and then there's a lot of moments that he does, he does some bad things. Um, I think now this year we have a little bit more depth. I mean, we've talked about guys out there that, like, Dean Leonard is one of those guys that I think is, to me, I think he's better than Tavon Campbell, which, you know, anytime 20 was on the field, they were throwing the ball hey, at that direction. Every they were time
1: picking on him, picking on it him the whole so time, bad. Yep. so failed.
0: bad, never fail Yep. So, was- I think this year it's going to be dramatically different. And reason why not just because of the talent of the defensive backs, but actually the defensive line is going to be the difference maker to that whole team. Because you know, going back to uh, Bobby Ross, and I quote this all the time: it's you win and lose games at the line. And if we have a solid defensive line, guess what? Everybody else in the back end of the defense is going to get better and um even to say some of the picks that have happened in in um uh training camp is somebody making a batted pass of some sort or a pressure that made him throw the ball a little bit away and then it gets batted and then basically gets picked off by the f- defensive back that's what a good defensive line could do for you create pressure to make them make mistakes and so yep. i think we're going to be really good this year and i i'm not going to say necessarily something that like we're going to be a top ten in the cornerback position. You know, maybe we are. I don't know. I think as a whole, our defense could easily be top five. Um, I would be yep. okay with just a top ten defense. Heck, I might even be better with a top fifteen defense. You know, just because of where we're at last year, it was just yeah, it was just tough to watch. So it yeah. was so um, hard.
1: Yeah, our, yeah. our defensive linemen were basically speed bumps. Man, they just mm-hmm, slowly stay. It was just horrible. It's so embarrassing. So
0: bad. Yeah, so bad to watch. Yeah. So, It'll be interesting to see, but uh, as a whole in a defense, I mean, every, every part makes every other position better. And, and last year our defensive backs weren't our p- pass yards against our defense wasn't bad because our run defense was so terrible that they would run the ball on us more than pass the ball on us. So yeah,
1: they uh, knew how to beat us. They knew how to yeah. beat us. right? Yeah. Attack their weakness. Know, guys like, and again, you know, I, I've talked about this. James and I work in it. Kyle's working in movies and so on and so forth. Right. And so, I understand the idea of statistics, and you know, looking at some of these, you know, statistical wins that you can have against the other team. And they knew, dude, run the ball. The Chargers can't stop it, so they just ran the ball until the Chargers couldn't stop it, which they yeah. never did. We never stopped it last year, so we got to be the big fat guys on the line that can that can uh, jam the hole. And that's the whole point of the defensive linemen for Brandon Sili's, you know, defense is just jam the hole. The Blockbuster Boys. I know people. Don't like that but it's kind of interesting.
2: I think it's
0: great.
1: Uh, yeah, no, I think it's awesome. I think it's pretty funny. So uh, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, the,
0: the the defensive line about that and they kind of laughed. I was like "Blockbuster boys" and they were just like oh, boys, that's right." I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I saw <laughs>
1: Sebastian he's like,
0: "Oh yeah, what's up?" Yeah.
1: Uh by the way, Paris Johnson would be amazing. I know he's a pretty big big lineman from Ohio State if that's the same guy you're talking about. Yeah, I've uh it would be interesting to see if uh, our first pick next year is a uh, a right tackle. That would be That'd be pretty interesting, but you know, could yeah, man, happen. We'll see, smart.
2: Yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll
1: see how it goes. You know, again, um, that's also going to be one of those things that we need to kind of keep focusing on in camp and obviously preseason games. So, uh, it'll be interesting who gets the nod for right tackle in the first game. So, uh, so Aether, your question about Mac and Bosa, man, I tell you what, I think there's a good chance we get 30 sacks from these guys this year, uh, 15, 15, however that breaks out, you know, who knows, right? But mm-hmm. I, I, it could happen, guys. I mean, now, again, Khalil Mack's got to stay healthy. He's got to stay yes, healthy. Yeah, um, and and I think that's what you know. What's there? It was funny. I was actually watching uh, an announcer the other day. And he he thought he could he be forty, and I'm like, man, forty. That's that Ooh. seems way too high. That that's seems, way too I high. mean,
2: I can see yeah. the, the total team forty sacks. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah. you know, to you know, to forty between Khalil Mack and Bosa. Uh, I don't know. No, that's out, high. That's high. That, that's but, a good eye. I,
1: but I think I think thirty could be good. I mean, I think 25, yeah. 30 makes sense to me. Um,
2: yeah. Definitely. But again,
1: right? What has Khalil Mack consistently said? We're a paper team. We've con- mm-hmm. we've done absolutely nothing up to this point, right? So, yeah. you know, it'll be really interesting. But again, you know, to James's point on the secondary, you know, having having that pass rush does what? It makes it so the defense, the the you know the corners and the uh, safeties can catch balls and we will get more turnovers, right? And again, yep. um, if you watch that video that I did on the Raiders game most NFL quarterbacks are trying to get the ball out of their hands in two seconds, right? So they got two seconds to make a decision. Where's the ball going right, left, wherever. And guys with, with Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa, if you're not getting the ball out in two seconds, which by the way, Derek Carr averaged about 2.5 seconds, you're going to see some strip sacks. You're going to see some fumbles and and forced uh, play. So, so we'll see, we'll see how it plays out, but I think, you know, sky's the limit, man, but sky's the limits always in training camp. So I guess we'll see what
0: happens.
2: Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Yeah, well, you know what I mean. Like, just like Staley, as you know, like uh, it it begins and ends in the trenches, you know. It does. Like, it does. Uh, because, like, truth is, like, to answer both those things, like, uh, the front line is going to make a lot of disruptions, and it's going to cause a lot of uh, problems for the backfield, you know. So, well, it's actually more opportunities for our backfield and against the wide receivers because these, they're going to be trying to throw ducks. They're gonna try and like be scrambling, um, because obviously that I mean that's where Patrick Mahomes shines a lot, though he, he's scrambling around, you know, doing all kinds of weird things, you know. So, uh, and Russell Wilson, he's still got some legs; he can still do that kind of stuff too. Uh, but he's obviously a little bit older, so yeah, he's for gonna, sure he, he's gonna get caught, you know, uh, easier. So, yeah, um, uh, it's gonna be man, I you know, so I, I would say that our our defensive backs are going to perform much better in those, those uh, situations. And, you know, our, our front end is going to get a ton more sacks. So,
0: yeah, it'd be good. It'd be good. I mean, that's, that's what we hope for. And that's what we would love to see. I mean, I I'd love to just see a nice stable defense all around, Um, you know, good, consistent, getting some picks, getting some uh, sacks, getting a lot of pressure, you know, forcing basically uh, bad passes, not giving up big plays basically. So we'll, we'll see how it ends up going. So, um, well, AFC and, and that's exactly is what we didn't do last back. year. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, and it, it, it is going to be, I mean, and guys, you know, I, I keep thinking about ranking all who's going to do what one through four, man, it's going to be tough, you know? Yeah. And I, and I, you know, I look at every single one of these teams, every single one of these teams could win it every single yep. one. Yeah. Um, you know, again, I don't want to utter the, the thoughts that the the Raiders could win the division or yeah. even the Broncos or even the chiefs at this point, but, Look if you think about it, you know, unbiasedly, they have gotten better, right? And the Chiefs mm-hmm. are still the team to beat in that division. So, yeah. It's going to be exciting. It's and and you're right Carlos, it's going to be a bloodbath. I mean, that's one thing I love about, by the way. That's also what I love about our season that we are so excited to see is that each one of those games is going to be a playoff game for us, right? Yep. And as fans, you want to see, you know, to be the best, you got to beat the best. And I think we're in the best division. So we'll be ready to go w- against anybody at that point. So yep. I'm excited. Sure. I'm more excited than nervous, yeah. but um, <laughs> obviously I'm <more> nervous <laughs> as well, too, right? So,
2: yep. But I think yeah, we got I mean, through a lot of the questions here, didn't we? I think so. I think so. Yeah. I don't know if, did we cool. ever get to Carlos had a question? I don't know if we ever got to it. Uh, let's see. Let's see. There was, let's it see was what we got here early on here. Yeah, Is there know. one?
0: Okay. That's so a if, while
2: back. Yeah let's see how's Horvath Horvath. doing and I haven't heard anything on
0: Gabe neighbors. That's it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, um, it's interesting. I was actually going to answer that question. Um, when we started, we moved over to the offense. I haven't heard much from Horvath either though. And I have not heard a single thing from Gabe neighbors. It's really been interesting. I kind of expected to hear more, but so far it's been really quiet. Like the other guy that I think, um, I expected to hear more from was JT woods. I've heard nothing from him. In fact, if anything, I've heard nothing but negative, about JC woods at this point,
0: which is a little
1: kind of bit of a head scratcher. You know, I think, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it'd be interesting to see what happens. So yeah, nothing from Horvath and nothing from neighbors at this point. So that, that'll be one to watch definitely in, in uh, Mm preseason games for sure.
0: Yep.
2: You know, and the truth is like, I mean, like Horvath was the seventh round pick. He was like two people shy of being Mr. Irrelevant. Uh, And as much as I like what he can bring to the table, like it's not necessarily a flashy pick. I think yep, if yep. he's going to join the team, he's going to be part of the practice squad. So, yep. uh, and and Gabe Neighbors is likely going to be that because, let's be honest, the fullback position is not a critical position so much anymore. Yep. Uh, and so, like, they're just going to keep that consistency, you know, with, with the, the friendship with Justin Herbert. Uh, and that's just kind of how I see it, that one kind of going out. Yeah. But, yep. um yeah, yeah, AFC West is AFC best, that's for sure, you know? That's Absolutely. Right. That's
1: right. My Absolutely. Friend. Absolutely.
2: That's right.
1: Yeah. So. And, one, and one other thought here, too. I know uh Steve just came in and said, scared about the linebacker. Look, I think KVN will be our guy. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I think day one. I don't think I don't think he wants to be, though. I think he wants to be an edge rusher because edge rushers yeah. make more money and so on and so forth. And I think he also wants to show that he can do more. Here's the thing about Brandon Staley. He's been very clear that Kyle Van Oy can do everything on the field, right? That's the thing. That's why people like him. And, you know, I know we've done kind of larger breakdowns on him in past videos, but I think KVN will probably be the starter against the Raiders and then they'll go with whoever after that, right? And then I think they'll probably use him in unique ways, maybe blitz, maybe not blitz, maybe, maybe have him blitz up the middle and then have, you know, Joey Bosa move out to the flat. Who knows? Um, I think they're going to be more creative defensively this year since we actually have a personnel that can actually run Brandon Staley's defense properly. Um, Clearly we did not run his defense properly last year. So that'll be interesting
0: to see for sure. Yeah. You know, you got Troy reader who's been in the defense before with uh, the Rams. So, I mean, basically the same defense as Staley pretty much. So, you know, we have some continuity there. Obviously drew was in the defense last year too. So, um you know we'll see and then with with uh kenneth murray who knows we we don't know when he's going to come back but i i really haven't heard a whole heck of a lot of where he's at i follow him on instagram and periodically like he'll be taking walks on the beach and stuff like that and you know i think he's just trying to get his mind right basically i mean a lot of these players to talk about when they get injured, it just becomes really a big, like mental game for them at that point, yeah, because for sure they're, they're for not sure. excited. They're not excited being injured. They want to be out there with their team and doing their thing and, and get better and play. And so, um, so I mean, no, nothing yet, nothing yet, but I mean, I like, once again, I, I think there's going to be a bigger chance that they're going to be a lot of five, one, five kind of situations, a lot of big, big packages mm-hmm. of defensive backs and, and free safeties and safeties. So, so we'll see. Nice, nice.
2: Oh well, there you go. I think we should switch over because it looks like T- okay. Taylor's talking. Oh, let's uh, go! All right, boys. That yeah. sounds like a good idea.
1: Good time uh, yeah. to uh, to go. But um,
2: yep. Well, well, we'll guys. Check out. Um,
1: yeah, as always, bolt up, don't punt, and um, and guys, look, I, I will say this too. Ask us questions down below. Yep. I like the idea of us having a few of your questions um, that maybe you have during the week. We, it, we read your, your comments and your questions. So if you have some questions that come up, you think about things, Hey, maybe talk about this, talk about that, you know, give us some ideas on things you want us to talk about. Um, you know, put them down below. I'd love that's to right. you know, kind of, you know, you know, have some stuff for you guys. So that's right. But, um, as always, well, I'm James, but no, you're co-host. not, no,
2: Are you, you're I, Andy. I you're James?
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, i'm looking right at you and i said hey i'm james oh my gosh that's hilarious i'm having a little mild man. Over here. i'm go andrew that. i'm joined Fair. with my two brothers james and kyle boy here we go i got it out right now there it is. Yeah, it is. blooper reels blooper reels
0: i'm james wait no you're not
1: <laughs> but we're the boat bros and uh always love to have you guys and uh you know we out boat fam let's ride
2: Let's ride. (laughs) Woo, let's go.